culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest teas spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all the social meds. I've got really funny Instagram stories, usually my neighbors, my Ubers, and me dancing in the shower. And if you want to keep up with the show, then go give us a follow at No Filter with Zach for memes and clips with your favorite reality stars. It's a good time, you guys, so go and give me a follow. All right, are you ready for today's pop culture breakdown? There's actually a lot that's been going on in the pop culture or in the reality TV world lately. Um, But first, I want you to know that Peter Madrigal from Vanderpump Rules is going to be on the show this Wednesday. He actually gave me a really good interview, and I think think you're going to like it. I tried to push him on some questions, on the questions that I was allowed to ask. and they were, um, God, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> anyway, it's a good interview. I had a great time chatting with Peter. Um, he has a new like game out that he's promoting. And I definitely like asked him a little bit about Stasi and Kristen and Kristen's new man. And like, yeah, so give that a mark your eye cow right now. Peter Madrigal is going to be on the show uh, this Wednesday. So get ready. All right, let's talk about, what should we talk about first? We have Sheena Shea. That's like some really heavy news. I don't know if we want to start with that, but we definitely don't want to end with that. Um, we have new, okay, let's start with this. New Housewives, Real Housewives of New York. We've got some new taglines. And I'm like, why do we need new taglines? We're not even, like, we've never done two taglines in one season. Is, is it just because Tinsdale is gone and we're like, all right, time to reboot the show? I was actually kind of sad to see Tinsdale go, even though I was like happy to see her go. But like... I don't know. She was not my favorite housewife. And I feel like them trying to mix in all of these younger girls that don't mesh well with the older girls. Like it just doesn't older women. Sorry. It just doesn't work out. And I just think that's why I think Leah is having a tougher time meshing with some of the girls. And I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and opinions. I've been listening to like Ryan Bailey and Jeff Epstein um, and like all these different like thoughts that we have about Leah and the new season of real housewives of New York. And I think it's a good season. Um, I don't think it's like going to be like a, it's not going to be like a season 10, you know, where they go to Cartagena or there's all like the Bethany and Carol drama. It's definitely not going to be like a scary Island season. It's not one of those seasons that I think is going to go down in history as like, you know, when we look back on housewives, like we're always going to remember the scary Island season. We're always going to remember the Jill versus Bethany feud. We're always going to remember, um, 
I mean, I guess the Carol and Bethany feud was pretty was pretty heated. Um, Dorinda's entrance into the series always going to be iconic. Luann go like season ten of of Real Housewives of New York was probably like one of the best seasons. Like Luann going to jail, the the boat, you know, when the boat almost flipped over. Like there were just so many good gems delivered in that. I don't think this season we have a lot of really good moments. Leah is a great reality star, um, and I like Leah. I do like Leah. I just, I don't know if I would give this season a 10 out of 10. It's a good season. I will say that, but I won't give it a 10 out of 10. And it was like kind of how I felt when they released the trailer. And I was like, it was a good trailer, but it's not a trailer that like I needed to watch eight times. Like to me, one of my favorite pastimes is to go on YouTube and to watch old housewives trailers. Love doing that because it just like you relive it again. You remember all of the tea. You get to see all of the drama, but also have the context because you watch the entire season. So you're like, ooh, I saw what they were trying to do here. And they were trying to lead us to believe that Teresa was doing this to Melissa, but it wasn't that. It was really this. So you know, I just that's one of my favorite things to do. I don't think I will go and rewatch this season's Real Housewives of New York trailer again and again. I'll rewatch Beverly Hills. Like, I have to say, I'm loving Beverly Hills way more than I'm loving New York this season. And I know that's a hot take, but um, I said it and I meant it. And that's what I said. Okay, let's get into these um, new taglines because I don't know if I love them. I actually don't love them. I hate them. All right, let's take a very quick break to talk about wine. I know we're drinking a lot of wine lately. We're drinking a lot lately, and I get it. Look, it's this quarantine life. We're trying to get used to it. And look, at the end of the day, I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to help you. I'm right there with you. I'm literally drinking a glass of wine right now. But while we're drinking wine, we want to be more mindful about it. And that's why I always go with Dry Farm Wines. They are my go-to hangover-free wine. That's right. I said it. Hangover-free wine. That way, you're getting a little lit, but you're not doing all that damage to your body that's going to make you hurt in the next morning. I love Dry Farm Wines because they don't have all the added sugar. They don't have all the added dyes. This is no two-buck chuck from, you know, the supermarket. This is real good, premium, high-quality wine. I trust them. They are my go-to wine brand that I order from all the time because I want to make sure if I'm going to drink, it's going to be good, good stuff. No two-buck chucks for me. And no two-buck chucks for you either. So give Dry Farm Wines a try. Like I said, it's my favorite clean, hangover-free wine. So if you want to have fun tonight but you don't want to hurt tomorrow... Definitely give Dry Farm Wines a try. Go to dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K, dryfarmwines.com slash Zach. I put the link in the description to make your life easier. So go right now and order Dry Farm Wines. Um, Here's the first one from Dorinda Medley. Like a mint in my mouth, I can be a bit fresh. Mm, No, Dorinda. I think these taglines feel like they're trying too hard. Like a mint in my mouth. When is Dorinda? Do we know Dorinda for eating mints? Is that a thing that she does? I mean, I think, I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe like we just give one strong strong tagline and like keep it like that. Keep it consistent moving forward and maybe mix it up every couple of seasons. But like for them to be doing new taglines every single season, when some of them have great taglines one season and then the next season, it's like a real mess. Like Ramona, when she's like, um, is what what did she say about having taste um if you don't like me acquire some taste like that tagline was great and like some of the other ones she had haven't haven't been as great like this one her current tagline for the new mid-season um Ramona Singer so so what if I'm self-involved who should I who else should I be involved with 
it feels like the same thing that she's been doing for the past four seasons. It's not original. It's not fun. It's not exciting. Like, I think we should give them like one really strong tagline. And if they don't have a new strong tagline to bring the next season, then like, why do we need to shake things up again? Like, I feel like the whole tagline thing is getting a little meh. It's getting a little overdone and washed out. Sonia Morgan's another terrible tagline and way too close to what her tagline was at the beginning of the season. I'm no one's arm candy. I'm the whole bowl of sugar. She already said that. She said, I'm no one's accessory. I'm the whole lifestyle brand. Like, no, you're the you're the straw that stirs the cocktail. And that's it. And that's all Sonia ever has to be. Leah Sweeney. I'll say sorry for what I've done, but never for who I am. I actually liked her, her tagline at the beginning of the season about, I, I flow like a butterfly, but I sting like a bitch. I thought that was way better than this one. And then Luann. I can't... I, is anybody else over Luann? She's probably my least favorite on the show. I just don't enjoy her anymore. I feel like she's very stale. I feel like it's very much the same with her. Um, I'm not interested in her sobriety journey because, again, I feel like it's just it's fake. Um, okay, her tagline is, I rise above the drama but won't settle for the lower level. I guess that one's not terrible. But again, I don't feel like we needed to have any new taglines this season. I thought the taglines they had were fine. And I don't know, maybe I'm ranting on a little too much about the taglines. But I just feel like these taglines are reflective of the season overall. It's good. I would say maybe a 7.5 out of 10. I'll give them like, like, I think for me, the hard part with New York is it's such a great series. And like the editing is always so good. And the trailers, they always make them so fun and funny. And the women on the show are just they know how to bring it every season where they know how to make it entertaining. They know how to make it funny. They know how to be real and raw. They can fight and bounce right back. And the relationships are genuine. So it's, it's hard because they've set the bar so high for so many years that like, I don't know, I guess they need like a regular, you know, season like this where it's just like, ah, that was good. But it's not anything groundbreaking. Um, okay, well, then I guess that's all I have to say about Real Housewives of New York. Let me know what you think about the the tagline thing and whether or not they should keep them or ditch them. I guess now we should probably talk about Sheena Shea. Sheena Shea, Sheena Marie, Sheena. Um, so she opened up on her podcast, Shenanigans, um, about having a miscarriage. So she was pregnant with her boyfriend, Brock, and they were expecting their first, well, her first baby and their first baby together. They've apparently been dating for, I want to say it's been like over 10 months at this point, almost a year. Because I remember seeing something on her Instagram weeks ago about how they celebrated nine months. So at this point, they have to be at least, you know, past the 10 month mark. But so she was pregnant and ended up experiencing a miscarriage recently. Um, And she actually it actually happened around the time Stassi announced her pregnancy. And I feel like it's really I mean, she opened up about it on her podcast. She talked about how both Stassi and Kristen have been very supportive of her, how Stassi sent her like this really nice long message. Um, and it's it's nice to know that both Stassi and Kristen are supporting Sheena right now, considering how much of their own shit that they're going through. Um, but I feel like one kudos to Sheena for being so honest and vulnerable and opening up about it, especially so soon. Cause this happened like very, very recently, like this month, June recently, where I know some people, it takes them a lot longer to process that and grieve that and then talk about it and open up about it. I hope that if there is a return of Vanderpump rules or even a, 
you know, reinvention of the show that like we at least get to see more of Sheena because I know I really hated her in prior seasons. And I feel like that was probably due to the edit that they gave her and the character, the one, the one note character, they kind of kept her as for multiple seasons. Cause like the way I like to look at it is like when you bring a newbie onto a reality show, I'm not saying that Sheena is a newbie, but Bear with me. When you bring a newbie onto a reality show, like I didn't like Margaret Joseph's on New Jersey the first season. I didn't like, um, who was the other one? Uh, I didn't, uh, no, I actually liked Dorinda. But like sometimes when you bring new housewives on their first season, you don't necessarily love them because you don't get to see them in full action. So when they come back for their second season, you like them a lot more. Like Denise Richards, she was fine last season. Like I didn't love her, but she was fine. She had a couple of moments where I was like, okay, this season I actually like Denise a lot more because she's really kind of, she knows the game a lot better. She's really rolling with the punches and like getting into the mud. And so I feel like with Sheena, we should have had an opportunity to get to see other sides of her like we do on like the Housewives franchise or even when you bring newbies onto like Vanderpump Rules. Like eventually you get past that one note of the first season and you get to see other sides and other dimensions like James Kennedy. You know, we've seen him, even Stassi, we've seen them change from season to season and grow and evolve and become other people. And we see the good and we see the bad and we see the messy and we see the, you know, sometimes they get the hero at it and we get to like really look at them from a 360 viewpoint. And I feel like we haven't really gotten to do that with Sheena maybe a little bit in the beginning but like as the seasons went on eventually I think like the editors were like oh making her out to be this single desperate like boy hungry girl is funny and it's fun to do this and we even saw the editor come out you know a couple months ago talking about how like they love to make Sheena look bad and so I feel like they just they they they're like this works for Sheena we're just going to keep it consistent and then it got to the point where you like are so annoyed by her but I feel like we haven't gotten to see a real 360 on Sheena. And now that she's opening up like about her miscarriage and her, you know, she has her podcast, like we're getting to see a different side of Sheena. And I like that. And I hope we get to explore that a little bit more. It'll be interesting to see Sheena in a relationship that is like a new relationship versus like her relationship with Shay, who she was with for a really long time and they got married. And that was a little bit more of a serious relationship that she was in. Where right now, you know, she's like, this is, well, I don't know. We saw her with Rob and that was not great. That was like a really bad relationship. So it seems like she's in a much healthier place with Brock than she ever was with like Rob or Shay. So I'm hoping we get to see some of that. And because like Sheena's probably like of all of them, she's played the game consistently. She's taken the bad edits. She's looked like a ding dong every single season and she's played into it and she's been fine. And she, you know, has a sense of humor about herself. And that's like what I really like and respect about her. And I feel like of all of this, she's the one that's really reigning victorious in relation to, you know, her, her fame and celebrity. And I hope that she does have a career after this. But I'm, I am really sad for her in this moment to know that she because I feel like the relationship and kids and family like those are things that she definitely values and prioritizes in her life. And to, so to see that, you know, we even saw her like freezing her eggs, like obviously she wanted kids. I like that she came out and she's like, look, you know, this showed me that I at least could get pregnant naturally and on my own, which is a really promising sign. This isn't the end for me. So I hope we do get to see like Sheena have her fairy tale happy ending. Just the same way I would like to see Kristen have her fairy tale happy ending. We've seen Kristen go through this whole evolution and now she's in a really good, happy relationship with Alex. And I hope that, you know, something good can come of that. And I did ask Peter Magical about it. 
Um, so get ready for this Wednesday's interview. Um, but yeah, love, love to Sheena. Lots of healing and light and, you know, good energy and positive vibes her way. I can only imagine what she's going through, especially considering that, like, you know, her other co-star Stassi is really kind of in the limelight and her pregnancy is, is talked about all over. And that I can only imagine is really, really challenging for Sheena. But it's okay, girl. It's going to be okay. You got great hair. You got great lips. You got a hot man. I saw his tushy on the Instagram and you're going to be okay. All right, should we talk about Miss Brandy Glanville and Denise fucking Richards? So Brandy posted, and I'm a little bitter at my friend Katie Thompson, and I'm on her podcast this week, so stay tuned Tuesday. See you next Tuesday with Katie Thompson. Um, listen in. We've got some great stories that we're sharing. But so I'm a little, I have a bone to pick with Katie Thompson because when Brandy first tweeted the photo that she tweeted, which appears to be Brandy and Denise Richards kissing, and it looks like it was it was taken the night that they filmed Brandy's cameo last season when she's like, hello, kitty cat. And then she like asked, for two glasses of rosé in the same glass. And she's like, if you bring it in two different glasses, I will kill you. Um, so it looks like that night they actually ended up kissing and making out and Brandy has a photo of it. And she tweeted a photo and it looks like I, when I first saw it, I was like, holy shit, it's Brandy kissing Denise fucking Richards. And then you see the stills from the episode that they filmed together last season. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was that night because Denise has the same hair. Brandy has the same hair. Brandy has the same dress on. Like, it definitely looks like, like, here's the thing. If you're going to wear the same outfit, I feel like you don't always wear the same hair because you don't want, you don't want it to feel like the same outfit. Um so I think Brandy's whole look being the same definitely hints that it was probably that night. The fact that she's releasing the photo. So she tweeted out, she's like, I'm making dinner for, you know, my neighbors, love my neighbors, blah, 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 blah. Um, in the meantime, hashtag snack on this. And it was the photo of the two of them. And I feel like it's interesting that she's posting this now when Bravo, Bravo's kept her on a, like a really strict gag reel um, or gag hold and not really wanted her to talk about the show or tweet anything about the show. And now that she's releasing a photo, I'm hoping that it's hinting that like there are more receipts and proof to come. Um, I know Denise sent her a cease and desist and that's kind of kept her from saying too much. She's done, uh, she was on KTLA last week and she did an interview recently. Fuck, what was the... What was the, oh, damn, I think I may have lost the interview that she did. I was reading it. Um, oh, well, sorry, guys. But she did a podcast interview. Sorry to the podcast, because I would love to sh sh uh, shout you guys out. Um, but she did an interview where she kind of talks about how it gets a little messy, um, and she even teases, like, some drama to come with Dorit, which I predicted back in, like, November when all of the tea first started to come out. And she's like, I almost knocked somebody out. I can definitely, I think she almost knocked Dorit out. Um, and it had to do with all of the Denise stuff because you can tell that Dorit is definitely definitely took Denise's side when it all first kind of came out, um, which I'm actually excited to see. I would love to see a Brandy versus Dorit because that showdown sounds like it's going to be a good one because Dorit really likes to stir the pot and she really likes to poke the bear. And I would just love to see someone really go toe to toe with her and then someone that's not like Sutton crying at the table. Um, even though like RIP to Sutton, like that was a rough night for her. I feel bad for her. Um, but back to the photo. So when the photo first came out and Brandy first tweeted it, I was FaceTiming with Katie Thompson. I'm like, Katie, OMG, can you believe that this is, um, 
Denise Richards and she's tweeting a photo, which is proof that like they probably had an affair. It's proof of something. It's proof that it was more than just like, we're just friends, you know? And then Katie's like, that's not Denise. It's not Denise. And I'm like, it is Denise. And she's like, no, it's not. It's probably just Brandy wearing the same hair and makeup and outfit from that night. And it's a different, it's probably tonight. And I'm like, no, that doesn't look like it's recent. That looks like it was from back then. And then she, there was apparently there was a comment, there was a tweet that Brandy responded with. And it said something about how, oh, you know, kissing is my love language. And this girl, um, she talked about like this other like single mom. And she said something about how um, the other single mom, what did you say? Kissing is my love language. I don't like hugs, to be honest, but I'm going to feed my family and neighbors right now. I love them and they're taking good care of me. She is a single mom of two boys. We are fucking crushing this game. So I think that tweet which was in response to the photo because somebody responded to their photo and they said kiss me and then she responded with that so I think Brandy was saying that her neighbor is a single mother of two and that they've been leaning on each other during quarantine and not that her neighbor is the person in the photo because you look at the photo and that photo is clearly Denise fucking Richards you can tell by the eyebrows you can tell by that hair you can tell by Brandy's outfit and her hair like it's just it's Denise fucking Richards it is And I'm mad at Katie because Katie's like, no, it's not. Don't post it because she already confirmed that it's not. It's not Denise Richards. And now I'm like, I should have like jumped on it and like stirred up this tea a lot sooner because I was one of the first people to see it. And then I missed it. And then like it's old news at this point. But people are like, oh, Brandy, she's so thirsty. And she's only doing this for, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, but like, would you be watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right now if it weren't for Brandy Glanville and this tea? Because like, I mean, I like there's a lot of tension with Denise, but I think the fact that we know that there's like this big explosion coming on and we want to see the reactions and we want to see what Denise has to say and see hear Denise's side of it because we've heard a lot of Brandy's side of it and we've read a lot about it. Like, I want to see it all play out. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Brandy Glanville's return. I can't wait for the reunion. Brandy said that she's hoping that the reunion is in studio. I'm hoping that the reunion's in studio too. Productions are able to like start filming again as long as they have certain guidelines and practices in place. And I know they've already started filming some of the other housewives shows but I'm just saying I'm ready for the rest of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because it's a really good season and I think it's doing way better or I personally like it better than Real Housewives of New York and I know that's a hot take but I said it and I meant it and and that's that all right well thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter that's me Zach Peter. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. And don't forget to listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday and Wednesday. We have Monday Pop Culture Breakdowns and Wednesday Unfiltered Interviews. This Wednesday, I got Peter Magical from Vanderpump Rules. It's going to be a juicy one, so get ready. I even asked him about Dana and like what really happened when he was the pirate. And he may or may not like being called a pirate. And he may or may not be dressing up as a pirate in bed. So get ready for that. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Give the show a follow at No Filter with Zach. We post a lot of funny memes. We post clips from this show, juicy sound bites from interviews that we've done, and clips from around the internet. And I promise that the next time I see a photo of Brandy kissing Denise fucking Richards, I will post it on that Instagram so that it's there for you and we're, we're living for the tea together. Thank you guys for listening. I love you. Love you. Love you mean it. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Okay, bye.